0: Really entertaining It doesn't matter
1: Cause physical exertion
0: That's not your business
2: Everyone's feeling good I knew I was missing a great sporting event
0: Wait also just just uh, one thing like Elbro, I don't know did you answer yes or no to whether you heard this before
3: Uh, this podcast I've listened to about half of an episode I'm really uh, I'm impressed you guys have gotten to 715 episodes it's quite the achievement uh
4: 717 this is yeah this will be 17 Um, and uh, yeah and we are also kind of relying on you to tell us a little bit about what's going on in the world of sports because we're um I'm still like not totally sure uh actually um all right I'm gonna start the episode okay welcome back to make room for sports your home for real sports talk uh, as always, I'm your host, Simon Barrett. With me, I have Mike Lochran. Hey, guys. I missed you. Dave Dominique.
0: Mostly sober.
4: Uh, and Mikal Britt.
1: Dry mouth heaven.
4: And this is very exciting. So we have a guest this week, uh, Albro Lundy, Twitter's own uh, Broman is that Did I say that right?
3: Yeah, you got that right.
4: All right. And so uh, Albro is a gentleman who I met through uh, the interwebs. Uh, only discover that, like ourselves, he's a true sports expert.
0: Uh, can I just ask uh, what website that was, uh, that you uh, met him on? Uh, that
4: was Twitter.com. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. no, I, I canceled my uh, grinder and all that, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, we met up, and uh, he knew a ton about uh, sports, and I said to myself, uh, I should have this guy on the podcast, and uh, and he said, like, oh, yeah, I'd do that, because it turned out I'd actually also said it out loud. Yeah, um, perfect. perfect. No,
3: I'm, I'm honored to be on this, the only podcast about sports.
4: This is the only podcast about sports that yes, I'm aware yes. of. Anymore. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, we, we have, uh, it does feel like they're dropping off pretty quickly uh, now that they sense the competition. Um, well, they just don't,
0: don't want to clog up. Yeah. They don't need to be there.
4: Well, and so, um, so I was just watching, uh, so gentlemen, sports check. Uh, did anyone watch any sports this week?
0: Yes. No? Yes, you did. Uh, so kind right. of. No? Not so much. No. no I didn't. I read, I read
1: I didn't. about sports. I read about sports a lot.
0: I read the outline for this episode a little bit. Um, that talks about sports.
2: Mike, any any sports? Not no. I didn't even read the outline this week. Uh, I feel
1: like we're the, getting worse. We're getting like yeah. as time progresses,
2: we're learning less about sports.
1: Yeah, or, I actually I, I don't do, know.
2: well,
4: here's okay. Uh, uh, before I before we get into Albro's week in sports and the plays of the week, uh, I do want to say I think it's not so much that we're learning less about sports. I think it's more that as we become aware of how much sports there is to know about, it Mm -hmm. feels like our knowledge is a smaller piece of the puzzle. Uh, Mm
1: -hmm. Totally. Mm -hmm.
4: It's a wise
3: man who knows how much he truly does not know. And you guys are all becoming wiser men.
1: Wow. Wow. Thank
4: you. See, that's it. Like, around episode 712, I was like, I know everything about sports. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I'd seen a couple games, I started to understand uh, the rules of them, um, and I could recognize a couple players. And now I'm realizing that there's... Can you name a hockey player? No.
1: Yeah. Oh. Al can Albro.
4: Albro, can you name a hockey player?
3: Uh, yeah, Dustin Brown, the captain wow. of the Los Angeles King. to
1: be yeah. wow. wow. Simon, Simon, can wow. you name Alex a soccer really player? Yes. Not David Beckham.
2: <laughs> David Beckham.
4: No, you can't say
1: anyone me.
2: else. <laughs> I can name one. I can name one. Uh, the guy who looks like Dave. What's his name? Pele. Oh, Pele. <laughs> Muhammad Pele. Mohamed Salah. Looks like yeah, yeah. No, Muhammad Salah looks. Like I don't think we, this is okay. our listeners' favorite segment. Mm.
1: Let's can we ask Albro uh, his relationship with sports, why he's here? you yeah, kind of had that conversation off air. Let's do it on air.
4: Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I kind of want to know, like, so we all became uh, well. Mike and Dave are kind of sports experts. Um, they've been aware of sports for almost their whole lives, and michael's played a couple sports. Yeah, um, I'm more like just learning about sports, and so when did you? first like enjoy a sport
3: uh probably around the age of two i imagine we've got lots of photos of me dunking basketballs on a two-foot hoop it's very adorable sure. um yeah i i mean like i have a decent relationship with sports uh we text every once in a while um not like very often but you know we check in on each other once every couple of months ask what projects we're working on that sort of thing
1: so you, bas- in, you in sports?
4: Yeah, me in sports. Well, we're experts, uh, as as we've stated a couple times in this episode. Exports. Um, mm, oh, yeah. exports. This is I, I, okay, but so is basketball still <laughs> your preferred sport?
3: Uh, basketball's is a, a great sport. It's a really good
4: one. But is that your preferred sport? Is it? I the think best so. Sport?
3: Yeah, it might be. It might. I think soccer is the best sport, but basketball. Oh, uh, what? But but. America's not very good at soccer, so uh, I watch a lot of basketball.
1: Wait,
4: what soccer team do you root for?
3: Uh, FC Bayern Munich. Wait, what? Yeah. Wow. Uh, when does sure. soccer
1: season start?
3: Uh, it's happening right now. Soccer season never ends. Uh, no. <laughs> cause in, Europe, in Europe, they play the same as like, our football season, and then some, and then the MLS, which is the American League, starts during the summer when those leagues are off. So there is soccer all year round.
4: And Los Angeles, has a soccer team like the Los Angeles Music or whatever. Yeah, Los <laughs> Angeles Music, uh, but you don't root for them.
3: I do. I, uh, I worked for the Los Angeles Music actually. Uh, I was an intern for them my junior year of college.
4: Whoa! Wait, really? Because yeah, you, because of your relationship with soccer.
3: Uh, yeah, I really liked soccer, and someone uh, at UCLA was like, "Hey, I know soccer," um, so they got us in touch, and we got drinks, and it. it worked really well soccer uh decided that i could intern for them did
4: you get college credit for that or money uh college credit okay all right and so i guess i have some follow-up questions well what was so when you were interning for them like like you were interning for the team in their like marketing department kind of yeah
3: it was with their uh their sports info department which is sort of the pr stat side of it Um, it's very unglamorous, but essentially what you do is you compile all the stuff, you interview the players after the game, uh, you write recaps of everything once it's all done. Um, you prep the, so like at the beginning of the game, there's a little program they hand out to everyone that has sort of facts and figures and stats and interviews and stories, and so we put together those, uh, and we make a new one of those every two games or so. Um,
4: so.
1: You interview the players?
4: Yeah,
3: you'd interview the players. You're you'd kind of... Questions.
4: Wow. You're hearing us get a little intimidated right now, <laughs> Um oh. Like, first of all, this isn't a podcast that's about laughs. It's a podcast that's about serious sports news. Um, but <laughs> but I do f- have to say that Mikal and I have been in the same room as sports players before. True. But we didn't interview any of them because um, oh. it seemed intimidating. Um, And I'm referring to a women's college basketball game. Which one? Uh, We went to go see uh, USC play uh, the Washington Huskies because we're big Kelsey Plum fans on this podcast. Nice. Yeah. Um, In that, like, yeah, for some reason that was like the first, like when I decided I was going to get into sports, the first game I watched was a Washington Huskies game.
2: Kelsey Plum was in the news this week. Did anybody see that? Yeah. I didn't I don't know what it was. I just saw her name in a headline, but I didn't I didn't read it. Mikael? Is she
3: also ramping up tensions with North Korea? <laughs>
4: <laughs> um no, I don't know. Michael and I were, we were at a bar on a what, Thursday? When were we at a bar, Michael?
1: Uh oh, that was yeah, Thursday.
4: That was Thursday and they were and she was on the TV there. Um and we couldn't figure out why. We were like we were yeah. we were having like the same kind of panic attack that that you're having now, Mike. Who Kelsey Maybe, Plum? Yeah. Yeah. This this happened, Mikhail. No,
1: did I she
2: know. <laughs> Played basketball, or I
4: think Is, I,
1: I, I think I, it's because she threw out the first pitch for the, the of a baseball game.
2: Oh, uh, that makes sense. Okay.
4: Does anyone know any more details about that?
1: I think it's for the she did it for the Mariners, Washington Mariners. That's right.
4: Is, okay. All right. I can't. I can't. Um, I can't yeah. dispute that. That's possible. Yeah. That's possible. Much like I can't dispute Albro's hockey person that he named. I can't describe. Oh yeah, it was like
1: Dustin, uh, Dustin,
4: Dustin Hoffman. H- yeah, <laughs> Dustin, Dustin, Dustin hockey guy.
2: <laughs> Pretty lazy. I don't know, bro. That doesn't sound real. But at
4: the same time, we definitely can't prove him wrong. Um, <laughs> right. All right. So, do, how often would you say you watch sports? Um, probably two, three times a week. So you, in terms of making room for sports, you often will watch a soccer game or a basketball game on television.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I
4: make uh, a little bit of room for sports a week.
1: And you're, sure. how about your family in general?
3: Uh, we are all vaguely athletic. Um,
1: or watching, I mean.
3: So we, we play a lot of sports. My dad and I, uh, our relationship is mostly founded on the fact that we both enjoy UCLA athletics. Um, oh. So the two of us are very into it, the the rest of the family, not so much.
0: So you must be pretty excited about the, uh, the balls.
3: Oh, I love the balls. Yeah. I love balls.
0: Y'all
1: uh-huh. do. <laughs> yeah, <I> mean,
4: all <laughs> right. Well, yeah. We sort of been more specific there, but but uh, the listeners, longtime listeners, know that we um, that we're following the NBA draft uh, to the same extent that we follow everything. Which we're, we're not sure if it's already happened or not. Uh, <laughs> but, we're, but if it hasn't happened, we're really excited to to report on it. Um, so hey, uh, Albro, can you tell us if the so the NBA playoffs started today?
3: Yeah, they're happening right now as we speak.
4: Yeah, I watched the Pacers Cavaliers. Uh, That was pretty exciting. So, is it like March Madness, where that like after they only get one game?
3: No, it's the best of seven.
4: Um, Even in the first round?
3: Yeah, it's uh, it used to be best of five, which was very weird, Um, and now Mm. it is best of seven.
1: When did it switch? Uh,
3: I think I actually don't recall because it was sometime around my teens. I think yeah, Yeah. maybe
0: like ten years ago. Yeah, something like that. Mm -hmm.
3: But it was, it was interesting because you'd see a lot more upsets because you only had to win three games as opposed to four. Right. Um, and now it's much more of an actual uh, filtering process for the best teams to really win. why
1: they did that. they did it to make more
0: money?
3: You know, I, I don't know, but I imagine adding two extra games uh, is quite the cash flow.
0: I'm going to say yes. Um, so wait, so the,
4: <laughs> so the game that I just watched didn't matter. Uh, I mean, not very much. No, it was like one seventh of mattering. Yes. So the Cavaliers well, and the Pacers are going to well, play each other six more times. Mm-hmm. I, how,
0: would we want to say that's one seventh or one fourth no. of mattering? I think yeah, that was one be.
4: fourth. Oh you yeah, watched you're watched, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah anywhere of yeah. It mattering. Yeah, good, yeah. good, good math check there, Dave. Thank you. Statistics. Um, yeah, and good, good drop there, Mcaul. Good, good, <laughs> in, good in in the moment drop. Uh, I was just uh,
1: referencing <laughs> statistics 101. Oh, okay. I
4: thought that was one of your drops.
0: Shout out to statistics 101. It
4: was, it was. Um, so wait, so who's... Okay, I want to ask about everyone's plays of the week, but I also want to quickly ask, Elbro, uh, have you filled out an NBA bracket for the playoffs?
3: I, I don't think yes. I have, actually. Uh, would you like to
4: participate in ours? I would <clears throat> love to participate in this bracket. Okay, Right cause, now? Okay, well, because we haven't filled ours out yet because we didn't know it was starting today. Right. Can I just point you out figure- that... I want to point yes, out that I'm...
2: Pr- I'm pr- yeah, thanks. I, I don't <laughs> think... Um, does Mikel have to call on me before I'm allowed to speak? Is that what just happened? <laughs> oh, well, Mikel
0: or Simon. I was,
1: I was kind of like defending like, you. I was like, sti- I was like, sticking up for you.
2: Uh, okay. Um, that,
1: I don't have
0: to though. I shouldn't have to do that. <laughs> or Simon can. Simon can call on you too. I just wanted
2: to say that I don't. I'm pretty sure that filling out an NBA playoff bracket isn't a thing. Like, I don't think people fill out a NBA bracket.
4: You're wrong. They just We're gonna started. make it a thing, man. What? Yeah, no, it's gonna be a thing for us and our
2: listeners. I, I'm totally happy to do it. I just wanted to say it's definitely not a thing. What do you mean it's not a thing? Like it's not a thing like March Madness is. Okay, March Madness is a. I mean, they call it
4: literally March Madness because it drives <laughs> our culture insane. Like it's a yeah. big deal. But this—that's not to say that like any sports competition, it's gonna come down to a final winner, Mike. Like the like. And, yeah. And and the number one question, if you are involved in that, is who's
1: gonna win. Um, you know, is it anything gonna- can be a bracket. A bra- a bracket's everything is a bracket, man.
0: The number one question is how come on our bracket the bottom part is cut off, like in the in the uh, yeah. In the gave us a weird,
2: a weird bracket. Well, I
4: think it. we're gonna have to find a way to do the bracket online. Um, it's not cut no. off
2: on. And it doesn't. Mine doesn't have all the teams in it. Yeah, yeah no, it's,
4: just, it's just a certain conference.
1: I um, pulled up a. I pulled up a fresh new one. <laughs> okay, well we,
4: well, well, we can't do this on the air because we're not, we don't know how. Um, but we will we be doing this to, off
1: air. We just have to pick the teams. We just have to go through it and say, yeah, yeah I guess it's see, boring. You
3: say it's boring. names. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of, say names. Say, a lot of <laughs> saying names.
1: You say names. Well, and I don't,
4: like, I'm looking at some of these names right now, and, like, I don't know any of them. Um, Houston, like Houston. What's that? I don't Houston, know what that is. Houston, I do know. They're the Rockets, and they have the Bearded Gentleman.
1: He's gonna get. He's gonna get t- <laughs>
0: that's his new name, the
1: bearded gentleman. Yeah,
4: Cap- Captain Beard. Yeah, and he's good. He's good. He's solid. I don't he's know, if he's, tired. I don't he's know if he's I don't know if he's MVP oh, right. material.
0: Oh man, you are so wrong because that's actually. Yeah, I've got a lot of information about that.
4: You think James Harden's uh, the MVP? This, this. I think he's this. the MVP. Really? I you do. Mean, you've been agitating for Russell Westbrook this entire uh, podcast season.
0: I know I'm a turncoat, but I see it now. I see it. It's Why? right there before us. I don't know if do we want to get into it right now.
4: I yeah, think. I, think, yeah. Uh, well, I don't think we can move on after what you just did.
0: Okay, so, I mean, yes, Russell Westbrook is the first guy or the first guy in 50 years to have uh, to average a triple-double, but James Harden is the first person ever to uh, average two, over 2,000 points and be responsible for more than 2,000 points via assists ever. No one has ever done that. And he's the first person in he- NBA history to have 2,000 points, 900 assists, and 600 rebounds in a single season. like no one's And
1: ever done that. the first in history to have multiple 50-point triple-doubles in a season. Dave.
0: To, have, to have multiple triple-doubles?
1: 50-point triple-doubles.
0: Oh, yeah. Amazing. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, so... I wow.
4: Okay, well, that was actually a fairly
2: compelling argument, uh, at, yeah, least, but at least for me. But he's he's, he's not going to win. He he's won't sleepy. win He's left-handed. They'll
0: never just vote for a left-handed guy. For anything. lastly, that's a mess, that would be. But lastly, uh, just uh, they have this statistic called points created, and Harden has created through scoring and assists four thousand five hundred fifty-four points, the highest total in NBA history. Like no one has done that. Michael Jordan, Oscar Robertson, Kareem abdul No one's done that Ooh. ever. But,
4: but he does seem sleepy, and he is left-handed.
0: <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Those are definitely points against him. Yeah
4: um is like Russell the main Westbrook boss against him. is
3: incredibly awake, just at all times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he lays in bed at night with his eyes open,
1: and just both
4: yeah. both just stares at the ceiling, <laughs>
1: like dancing a little bit. Both of his <laughs> fists
4: clenched, like yeah, yeah. He hasn't slept in like three years. <laughs> no. um, he loves it. He loves life. He's just like, well, yeah, that's, he and
0: Westbrook are kind of like yin and yang, and like energy wise, they're like really kind of opposites.
4: Well, I mean, that's this is this is a bold statement. Um Albro, you're our sports expert of the week. What do you think about the MVP race? I
3: think uh, if a guy averaged a triple-double and we didn't give him the MVP, like five years later, everyone would be like, why did we do that? Why didn't we just give mm. it to that that person? So you're like going... it to that person.
0: But might it be, just to play a devil's advocate, Like, might it be that it's just that we have a name for triple-double and we don't have a name for this these other things that Harden has done? Like, you know... Uh-huh. Well,
3: I—I um, I mean, the thing was the stats that you read. I'm—I would have guessed that those were Russell's stats because he's doing insane things this season.
0: Absolutely. Uh, oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, for I mean, context, he, Albro, like, I, I actually am like the biggest like Russell Westbrook Homer like ever. Yeah, have a T-shirt I, of him.
1: He does. Oh wow!
0: I wear it frequently.
4: Yeah. Nice. Um. But. Uh. But yeah. But no. I mean, no. I also. I'm, so,
1: Albro, you're saying you think it's going to be Russ.
4: I think, I think it should
3: be Russ. There's Me too. Uh, the MVP argument is a weird one because most valuable, like valuable is hard to give mm-hmm. an actual weight to, but if you took Russ off of the Thunder, the Thunder are like the worst team in the league, and if you take Harden off of the Rockets, the Rockets are like a six seed. Because... Mm-hmm. Um, I mean everyone sort of forgot about those Mike Dantony sons teams but he's doing the same thing with the Rockets uh, and it's a system and they play a system really really well and Harden is thriving in that system whereas like what Russell has to do is just chisel wins out of the rock every single night with his like weird teammates
0: yeah shit Hmm. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I have a problem with this idea that the Rockets are still a six seed if if they don't have Harden. I don't know about that, man.
3: (laughs) Well, because I like using, so you know the idea of like a replacement level player? Uh, Uh Yeah, I think if you replace both Russ and Harden with a replacement level player, so let's say like Kevin Martin, um, I think the Rockets are still a contending team. Uh, I think the Thunder are just garbage just like absolutely terrible yeah i mean
2: the thunder don't even have anyone else who can score points really
3: i mean oladipo is kind of a person i think but
0: yeah he's okay yeah you don't want to build your team around victor oladipo
3: if your second <laughs> if your second best player is stephen adams i think you should take a long hard look at uh, it's, a, it's a
0: big problem yeah
3: why they're in the playoffs and it's mostly because russell westbrook's a crazy person
0: huh all right, this is yeah. so, this
4: is sounding a little too much like a competent sports podcast. This is, this is, this is high. This is like high level. Talk. Y- yeah,
5: yeah,
1: wow. This is well, this is it's, great. Yeah, but I don't know. What, I mean, I don't know what's happening anymore. I know, it's, <laughs> it's like, yeah, you started like talking like a little too fast for our processing.
4: Yeah, that wasn't. Yeah, and you definitely named like 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 you used an example like James Martin. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I don't know who that is, man. I just want to ask you, Albert,
0: the I singer of Coldplay. Oh I yeah, I don't mean our. I don't mean to ignore our colleagues like desperate, please for us to tone it down. But uh, I do have I I do have like one more question. Uh, Like, do you really think that if Houston didn't have Harden, they would be better than Portland?
3: Uh, I do. Oh, I very much do.
0: Houston without Harden is better than Portland. Like as it like totally healthy. Probably. Yeah. With that backcourt Uh, in Portland with Stoudemire and uh, what's his face? I think um, Dave
3: wanted you to say no, Albro. Is, uh, I mean, I can change my answer. If
4: that's,
0: <laughs> if <that's> okay, okay. <laughs> no, I mean, I accept your answer. Yeah, no, I, I respect that. Yeah, I respect your persistence. Yeah.
4: Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, does anyone have any plays of the week? Top plays top the top weeks of the week. Oh! 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 Uh, for us. Uh, I feel like we need to get into that segment so we can get into more real sports talk. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Af- after plays, that. guys. Well, okay, so I have a play, um, but I feel like it's like it got a little. My play got played out um, mm-hmm. in that, like, uh, I was really excited about the, the cat that fucked up the baseball game in Florida. Um, mm, right. You've all seen the cat. Yep. Um, the cat ultimately got adopted. Uh, it ran onto a Marlins game, it ran up the oh. sign. It was panting, which it's cute when cats pant. Um, How do you know it was Cuban?
1: What? Did you say it was a Cuban cat? I didn't say it was a Cuban cat. Oh, my bad.
4: Well, it's it's Miami,
3: so it's probably a Cuban what? cat. Yeah, I mean, it is Miami. Statistically, I, it's probably a Cuban, it's a Cuban cat. You, cat.
1: S- you said Cuban cat's pant. as He
4: they said do. It's, it's, it's cute, cute, cute. when... Albo's oh. oh. yeah, literally talking to us, like, with a tin can attached to a string, and he understood what I was saying better than you. <laughs> um, it's cute
2: and cat's pants.
1: All right. Yes. Mikael, don't, don't say it.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah, don't do anything racist.
2: Yeah, seriously, Mikel. Just yeah. like, can you mite your mute for a little bit? And then
0: yeah, just like, yeah, don't, don't you. mention you know who. Just don't hey, mention uh, that one. Do I not do, do. Not I'm do even thinking
2: about that. Not even. Don't even know it. Don't oh, me. I do want to. <laughs> if wait. you have to say anything problematic, just say it into your pillow. So
1: okay, you okay. Okay. <laughs> All right.
4: Okay. <laughs> Let us. Let's tell. Whenever you're back, just interrupt us and say I'm back. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. So the the cat did get adopted. I'm looking at a picture of it. Uh, the the guy says it's super shy and will only eat and drink if I'm not looking at it which um, I, I share that in common mm-hmm. with the cat uh, as well as its um, <laughs> efforts to understand baseball. Um, but that wasn't very good. Uh, that wasn't a great one. Um, so I'm going to find another one while you guys all tell me yours.
1: I think I got to w- watch. Uh, I haven't seen yours, to be honest. The, what, the cat? It was Remember called? in one episode, we were talking about part of the plays of the week is like your ability to describe it. Cause yeah, I'm not good at that. You, but you're, that's what you're like, Jo- your job is to do that, right? Yeah, no, I
4: mean, I'm... I, yeah, and that's exactly my point. It's like, I get paid to do that. So when I come here, uh, this is like my time away from being right, able right. to describe things coherently right, and yeah. be like a good writer. Like, yeah. No, I should I mean,
1: take advantage of that skill. Well, we should have said
4: that, you know, maybe in the very first episode. is like, look, if you're listening to this podcast because you expect us to be like articulate because we're articulate uh, in Wrong. other mediums. Yeah, this is where... This is our safe space to get away from being articulate. Right. Um, yeah, so no, I... I'm not going to describe the cat. It, you know, it's it's a cat. It's gray. It, it freaked out on the baseball field. No one could figure out how it got in. It was a stray cat. You know, it was, it it, was cute. Yeah. It,
3: yeah. it climbed onto the uh, the Marlins home run sculpture, which is a very very bizarre piece of art. Um, that <laughs> and they it's... set off whenever someone hits a home run. And yep. because the cat settled in and and hung out on the home run sculpture, uh, the Marlins couldn't couldn't run it. Um, but it, it was okay because the Marlins don't hit lots of home runs so everyone had lots of fun with that
4: well that's material. yeah that's what I liked about it is they were like oh we turned off the sculpture so it like wouldn't injure the cat and like also we uh, it prevented us from hitting home runs because yeah. we, we weren't we weren't sure that we totally turned it off so we just made sure to like not any home hit any home runs ever again
2: turn off the sculpture is a phrase that I don't <laughs> accept
4: <laughs> I, I, it's hard to describe look I understand uh, but that's it's it's a sculpture uh, it's, well is it
3: is it a monument? Is it more of a monument? No. Nobody sculpted it, is the it thing. Says, it says sculpted. It's, <laughs> like, it's made of plexiglass dolphins. Like, nobody sculpted the plexiglass dolphins.
4: Wait. What am I listening to right now? <laughs> I'm, not, hey, look, man, I'm not here to be articulate either. Wait, but who's... No, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the fact that I can actually hear, like, a broadcast right now. Mikel are you watching it? No, I don't oh, no. hear anything. Uh, I don't wait. hear it. Oh, it's on my you, computer. Do you, do you just hear sports <laughs> in your head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's on his all right. Everyone, stay calm. Uh, <laughs> crisis averted. Crisis averted, guys. Crisis averted.
1: Uh, it is a. Sculpture. You kind of gave away, like gave away, what you're doing.
4: Okay, so yeah, so when I was <laughs> chastising Elbro and saying like, "What am I listening to here?" I literally meant that like a video had started playing because I was trying to see if it was a sculpture or not, <laughs> uh. and I thought it was you guys messing with me. But it was was me messing up. Okay. You messing with you. Little behind the scenes uh, for the fans there. Little behind the scenes on how we technically do this podcast. (laughs) Um, That's that's probably actually exciting for them. Uh, Does anyone else have a play of the week?
2: Did you guys hear about um, how Tom Brady made David Blaine eat glass?
4: <laughs> that was last <laughs> week, yes. All right. I, know.
2: Well, I, don't, it, I didn't have a play this week, and I know that one was popular last week, so I thought I'd try to get <laughs> Well, that one won last week. <laughs> I know, so I'm putting that in contention for this week also. It's mm.
4: a, a good one. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, Dave, play of the week?
0: Um, well, my play of the week was going to be uh, myself, and that I had that I had I had turned from thinking for sure that Russell Westbrook was the MVP to thinking for sure that James Harden was the MVP. Oh, we already sort of covered life.
1: that. Well, now <laughs> have you turned back? Like Dave flip Whoa! Is,
0: I can reclaim my play of the play. week if I flip back to uh, Russell Westbrook.
1: Yeah, like James
4: All right, I'll do
0: it. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. I think Russell Westbrook is definitely going to win the MVP. Like you, a triple double understood. in a season is something that needs to be celebrated. Uh, it's <laughs> like. It happens like twice a century, and this guy—we've never actually seen someone play basketball with this amount of ferocity. So I'm going to say Russell Westbrook is definitely the MVP, and that's my play of the week. Is me changing? To
4: me, I feel like if five years from now we look back and we didn't give the MVP to Russell Westbrook, it's. it's <laughs> I, by the way, I'm editing out the part where Albro said that. That's I, thought great I, I thought it sounded really, I thought it sounded really smart when he said that. So I want, I want that's that.
0: really that's really great analysis, Simon. Yeah, thank Thanks. you.
4: Yeah, well, I'm learning, you know. Um, are you guys up with uh, the Washington Nationals' president's race? This was a submission for Play of the Week, a, a listener submission.
2: Oh, like the mascots thing? They do? like they run around the field.
4: Yeah, uh, they're like
3: uh, sausage shaped, but they have president features.
4: Yeah, it's horrific. They have they're giant, very
3: tall, and long,
4: giant, oversized heads of um, <laughs> George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Thomas Jefferson, Theodore Roosevelt, and uh, William Howard Taft for some reason. Uh, Calvin Coolidge and <laughs> Hubert Herbert Hoover were both retired. Um,
0: I like the idea of Hubert Herver, is that what he almost said? Her-
4: Herbert Hoover, yeah. Hubert. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm you know, I'm learning I'm I'm enjoying this play of the week. Uh, I'm I'm learning about it as I speak about it. Um, so I'm really mm-hmm. in the moment here. But yeah, I, it's really it, it seems really weird and I'm also curious about the politics of why like why Taft but not Coolidge. Yeah. They needed a fat one. Well, yeah, I guess yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, he is. He does look pretty funny. Okay, some pretty c- comic relief, but <laughs> it's, it's very weird. Anyway, it's a bunch of dead presidents. Yeah, uh, well, it's like, such a serious topic as
3: presidents running around the field that they needed to add some levity.
4: And and so they wear these giant heads and they run and they all like fall down. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's a. I, that's pretty. I I can't call that the play of the week because it happens annually, but I do think um it's worth uh it's worth us read like. Paying attention it, to next year. They Wait, they only do it heads?
2: once a year.
1: What? I
4: think so, right?
1: Yeah. It's one game.
4: Yeah, I think it's like a I think it's like the first game of the uh, the the Nationals, the Washington Nationals.
2: Oh, it's like a home opener situation. I see.
4: Yeah, yeah, I think it's like oh. that kind of thing.
1: And they yeah. wear big giant fake heads.
4: Yes, giant fake heads, like like Muppets. What? They look like Muppets. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah, Albro knows what I'm talking about, guys.
0: Wait, did we get a play of the week from Albro? No, not yet. We will. Oh sweet!
4: Hey, hey, my uh, yeah. my play of the
3: week was also the president's race. Um, <laughs> oh. It was such a bummer having both of those taken from me.
4: Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And I just took that like really arbitrarily, but that was a listener submission.
3: Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> Wait, was, uh, was it Albro's
1: submission? No,
3: no. no coincidence.
1: Albro doesn't listen. yeah. Was it Mike's mom?
4: No, it was it was, uh, it was the other guy who listens <laughs> to our podcast. It was like, you oh, know they, Tommy vomit? No, no. Yeah, uh, yes, actually, yes. What <laughs> you mean?
2: Uh, uh, our <laughs> listeners are just my mom and Tommy Vomit.
4: Well, I mean that's actually really true. Is Tommy
3: yeah. Vomit? Oh, also that guy. Your mom? Uh, Did she make is- a burner account?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that guy, uh, Ron Bargain, or whatever.
1: Uh, uh, I don't know who that is. Email the uh, Ron. Yeah, Ron Bargain.
0: Uh, this
2: is our segment where we just like sadly <laughs> just pronounce the names of our five fans. Ron Bargain voted Dave to
4: be back. I wouldn't say there are fans necessarily. Oh, um, I mean, they just listen. I don't. I, it might be like to some like weird, like really specific like uh, judgment in like a trial of some sort.
0: I think of them more as our constituency.
4: Or it's like
2: a a, a super weird kink that they have.
4: Hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's like a weird fetish thing. <laughs> We're like, yeah. yeah, they're they're in they're in like. Um, they're in, like, weird kind of uh, submissive relationships where their partner forces them to sit in a room and listen to our podcast every week like while, like, while, like wearing exactly. a diaper. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> like, it's it's like amazing the most...
3: that there's five of those.
4: Uh, yeah, well, you know, they, if the Internet's let us know anything, it's that these, these people are able to find each other. There's five people in diaper submissive
3: relationships listening to this podcast.
4: The funny thing is, uh, if you did listen to this podcast, probably our proclivity to mock you for it every week um, is a disincentive but i don't know we're working it out we're figuring it out on this end um i did also uh when i was listening to i was just watching as we talked about a basketball game and at the very end of it the abc announcer said um and i i posted this on twitter because i couldn't believe it uh, the announcer said, that game should have been rated PG-13 for Paul George, number 13. And I thought <laughs> oh, that man. was actually like, like that actually made me feel really good about this podcast. Because I was like, we talk a lot about how some of our zingers aren't good or are racist or um, mostly are, are racist. Um, but like, that was a really poor zinger. And you could tell he had it in advance, too. He was like, oh, Paul George, number 13, PG-13. I'm, I got to say something about that. But I he couldn't. Come up with like anything that worked.
1: Maybe so, someone paid him like, you know, five thousand dollars to say that. What, like the MPAA? Like the guy who wrote the joke or something. What the guy who wrote the joke? Yeah, uh, paid him.
4: Yeah, the worst, comedy writer ever. <laughs> um, all right. I mean, it's possible. It's like, yeah. Uh, okay. So 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 I ruined everyone's place of the week. Uh, yeah, I didn't
1: give one. I didn't give one.
4: Oh. Okay, uh, so are you going to, or are you just like, <laughs> oh. are you just like loudly declaring that I'm I didn't? Just tell- I'm just
1: letting you guys know. But do you want one? I mean, <laughs> yes. Give us a play of the week. Well, mine's going to be. Um, I don't know if it actually happened, but Uh-oh. it's going to be. Um, <laughs> that was a promising start. Yeah. Aaron Hernandez getting acquitted. Oh. It's not him getting acquitted. It's okay. the protests that happened because they're mad about that. Mm. I but I'm not sure if those happened.
4: I don't. I think they happened on, like, social media. I think people were, were like, mad that he got acquitted, but I don't think anyone
1: protested it. Or the backlash. My Play of the Week is the backlash to Aaron Hernandez' acquittal.
4: I don't think you can just say a bad thing and then make the Play (laughs) of the Week, like, people thinking it's bad. I mean, I don't want to. I don't think that's a healthy precedent for the podcast. Uh,
1: then I'll 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 take out my um, submission. Do you want to use the David, <laughs> David Blaine one?
0: I want to say that um, <laughs> I, fa- I I sort of fact checked this on the fly and uh, uh, I put Aaron Hernandez protest and the first hit on Google is Kelly Rowland book signing crashed by fur protesters. That's not yeah, good. I'll take
4: I'll take that. I'll that's, take that. That's definitely not a play of the week. <laughs> <laughs> all right. well, what i'm saying I, is i
0: don't think there are any protests against aaron hernandez right. no, i
4: don't think so either i mean i like he was acquitted he's i mean he's in jail for another murder all right he's my like,
1: play of the week happened a couple weeks ago is when tj mcconnell kept trying to pour water on dario what's his name's head during interviews right. yeah <laughs> okay all right My play of the week okay well
4: i'm i mean, do we just want to move on, or do we want to vote? I mean, this is a- Simon.
0: Simon is stunned by your play of the week.
4: <laughs> I am. I am
0: speechless.
4: It's been a while. It's been a while since I was this stupefied by our Place of the Week segment. We've been, we, you know, this has been the problem. We, uh, we get really confident about the, about the podcast, uh, and then we forget to watch sports or have opinions on sports, and then Saturday rolls along, and not only is it Saturday, but we've got a guest. We've got our first guest ever. He's a sports expert. He worked for the Los Angeles music soccer team, and he's not even talking about that. In fact, he's not speaking at all. Um, though. Him and Dave
1: had a good run, though, on some hardcore, like, hard-hitting sports. We,
4: we threw down or yeah. uh, uh, whatever direction, you know, you guys <laughs> are <right>. cool with. <laughs> well, let's look at the outline. Well, okay, well, let's get serious. We, we're about halfway through the episode, uh, realistically. We've got we've got an hour to fill. So let's look at the outline <laughs> and see is there anything else that Dave and Albro disagree about. Um, oh, um, wow. I didn't check the e... Okay, we're going through that line now. Um, this, is, this is
3: pretty embarrassing, but I actually wrote down some names if you guys wanted to play the baseball anxiety game where oh, I yeah. name players and you decide if they're real or made up.
2: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay, we can, uh, That's great. We can yeah. jump right
3: yeah.
4: into that segment. Okay, yeah. Saving the podcast. Thank you.
3: Um, yeah. So only baseball players. Uh, and you guys are going to say, decide whether or not these are real. Um, so one is Tyler White.
1: Real.
4: Yeah, I feel I feel real. That sounds real. And even if I you th- say that's not real, I bet you're wrong, and it is real. Because <laughs> I bet because there's been so many baseball players, the chances of there not being one named Tyler White are like minuscule.
3: Oh, current <laughs> current players, then I guess is
4: probably oh, yeah. a... mm. that's oh. different. That's different. I, like I think it. that's
2: a. Uh, I think that's fake.
4: Tyler White's fake. I'm going fake. Fake. Wait, did Mikhail change his vote?
0: Yeah, because he, he said current players. sorry he just real. voted twice. He voted once for fake and once for real. <laughs> yeah, uh, so sta- it's three to two right now. I'm staying real.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: what is it?
3: That is real. Tyler White plays oh. for the Houston Astros. Yes.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, yes. Okay.
4: So like very
0: uh, Brad, You have nothing to cheer about.
4: No. <laughs> you half. It's half a cheer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> are you? Do you follow baseball? Or did you have to look that up?
3: I had to look that up because I wanted to. I wanted to pick out a name that was very white bread. Um, my other ones were more off the cuff.
4: Okay, got it. Yeah. Well, well, like names that you're familiar with. Yeah, instinctively.
3: Well, there's there's like a lot of recurring last names in you, baseball.
4: I guess what I'm getting at is, do you watch baseball?
3: I hate <laughs> baseball, but I love the Los Angeles Dodgers, and I can't figure out how that relationship works. Um, but so I pay attention to baseball every once in a while.
1: Did how you long? always love the Dodgers? That's the
3: yeah. One. I, I think I've always loved the Dodgers.
1: Like, since little kid?
3: Since, like, little, small kid. Well, because, like, when you're a child and you go to a baseball game, people keep handing you food. Oh. Mm,
4: uh, but, but wait, have, haven't the Dodgers only been in Los Angeles for, like, a little while?
3: Yeah. They moved here in uh, 2005.
4: Yeah. That's, that's a little while in my book. Yeah. Um, so, but you, uh, yeah, I guess you're young. Okay. All right. This adds up. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing the math, I'm doing the math, it's like, it's like like to me, it's like, you know, that's impossible to, yeah. to care about the Dodgers, because, you know, that's like, that's only 10 years ago. Right. So. Where'd they come from? Brooklyn? Brooklyn. All right, okay. Which
3: is, that's pretty par for the course, people moving from Brooklyn to LA, it's very common
4: these days. Is it yeah. true that we have, right. is it true that we have two football teams now? We,
3: yeah, we have two football teams now.
4: And one of them is the Raiders, and one of them is the Rams? One of them
3: is the Chargers, and one of them is the Rams.
4: Interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. It's going be hard. To, uh, I'm sorry. Go on.
3: Both Well, both teams are very bad, is the thing. Uh, um, and Angelino's really don't like supporting teams that are bad at sports.
4: No, um, we don't. Because you do. have
3: to drive to the sports. And if I'm going to drive to the sports, I better see some good sports.
4: Oh, that's something. <laughs> yeah. So do you drive to see Dodgers games pretty frequently? I take the
3: train to see Dodgers games, which is oh, one yeah. of the reasons I go to as many Dodgers games as I do, because it's a very pleasant uh, feel, and I get to... Uh, feel like a very cosmopolitan lady going through the big city
1: oh yeah driving there sucks yeah it's awful yeah where's the stadium
3: it's right above downtown it's a little i mean it's, oh okay yeah. yeah over silver lake echo park area is pretty close to it
1: yeah
4: okay so i have a follow-up question that that occurred remember to where me.
1: shortstop was remember that bar shortstop
4: you'd, yeah 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 the cop bar
1: go up that hill there it's still there short yeah. still there oh, yeah oh yeah it's still
4: there we didn't imply that it wasn't still there it's just like it's just in our past <laughs> we just used to go to it but don't anymore <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah i mean i'm sure it's still there they have like, gun lockers like what's going to close that place down um what um oh yeah my my question so while you're talking about your relationship with los angeles sports i want to know is it really true that the Lakers are trying to lose every game and failing at that?
3: Well, yeah, it's pretty depressing um, <laughs> because they made personnel moves sort of towards the end of the season, where it was very clear that like you're not trying to win this game. You've benched all of your best players. You're playing all of the the scrubs guys playing for the league minimum.
4: Um,
3: and and then te- for the
4: well, for and the also, last- sorry, I, I, isn't it also that they're like telling their good players to like? like restrain themselves to like certain shots and stuff i read that i don't know if that's well
3: yeah that like you can't sort of publicly go on the record as saying like we're telling the guys to be bad at basketball but they were definitely telling the guys to be bad at basketball (laughs) um which is fascinating because they're paying them sums of you know eight million dollars to be bad at basketball which i'll be i'll be terrible at basketball for half that
4: yeah i'm really bad at basketball if the lakers put me on their team right now I would take half that money for sure, and but, I, yeah. I, I guarantee I could barely score a basket.
1: Were they telling the players to be bad, or they were just putting in, like, the bad players and telling them to they try were, their best? They were
4: doing I think both, both, I yeah. think, was
3: the general, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but then for the last five games of the season, uh, for some reason, the players decided to play good, um, and all the fans did not like it, uh, but they <laughs> kept playing good. <laughs> Wait. So huh. they won. They won five games in a row, and subsequently ruined their chance of keeping their draft <laughs> uh, by
4: ten percentage points.
1: Reverse psychology, man. That's what. So it asking. was essentially like the
4: producers, but as a like baseball team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, because that's what I was trying to figure out. Because I watched them. They lost to the Warriors this week. Um, mm-hmm. And but I was like, but even then. You know, the Warriors are a pretty good team. The Warriors are
3: very, very good.
4: Well, we don't like them on this podcast, but yeah. We,
3: we, well, I, I don't think anyone likes them.
1: I think a lot of people still like um, the Warriors. I know a
3: lot of die-hard Warriors fans who don't feel very good rooting for this team.
1: Oh, good. That's how I feel, but now I'm trying yeah. to like I'm trying to like them, but cuz I feel bad that
3: Well, they're yeah. just there's so much like they're just so much better than everyone, and it's not really like a question of them being like figuring out and becoming better are They just... Yeah. Are now that they have all the best players.
1: Yeah, it's a good way to put it. It's just not. Yeah, it's not fun, and it's not as fun as it was.
3: Yeah, if no. like when we fill out our brackets, everyone's going to just sort of write Warriors, and then it's over. That's the you bracket kinda, we did. Kind
1: of have it. to,
5: yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. That was kind of what I was worried about. Is are the Warriors the Warriors? Are, you reach a point when a team has that many good players on it, where yeah, where them winning isn't so much a good thing as an expectation. Yeah. So there's, so then, there's, them there's no lo- possibility of failure, really. Yeah, them losing is deeply obnoxious and them winning is just like, yeah, well, that's what you should have done. So there's exactly. no, it's not even remotely engaging or suspenseful to watch them play. Mm-hmm. No,
1: no tension. Um, well,
3: people also, there's been, so uh, the argument that's been made by a couple of writers, because they have to, they write about basketball professionally, um, so they need to sort of keep people watching. Their, their statement was that like, the Warriors have perfected basketball in the same way that like, mm-hmm. you go to the theater to see the best people perform the best. Uh, if you go to a basketball game, you can watch the Warriors play perfect mm-hmm. basketball. The thing is, uh, they can, that's, that's really fun if the other teams can also play perfect basketball. Um, mm-hmm. And I think if you're, like, if you're pro-Warriors, you should also be pro-eliminating the salary cap, so that we can just have mega teams playing each other during the finals, um, uh, and uh. so just like the All Star Game, but everyone is not hungover. Um, <laughs> so like we get to actually see what would happen if James Harden and Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant were on the same team. Um, Cause, you know, because
1: they would just get some team would offer them so much money. Like
3: yeah, like the that's sort of what happens in soccer soccer doesn't have a salary cap so there's there's about five super clubs um and in the big competition it's always the same the same sort of like five teams always playing for it um but those games are really good because each team is incredibly loaded
1: what happened there was something where like the soccer player uh the guys in charge all got in trouble right for stealing money
3: Oh, well, soccer is a very, very corrupt organization. Like, you know, Europe has a long and proud history of corruption. Um, And so FIFA is just sort of like, in the same way Donald Trump goes to his golf course and spends taxpayer money to rent golf carts at a markup, Uh um, like the FIFA dudes have just been skimming money off the top for forever. And nobody really wants to uh, challenge that leadership because everyone is also corrupt. It was a few years back, another guy was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get rid of this guy, Seth Blatter, who's the corrupt one. And then within, like, two days, his corruption history had come up and surfaced. <laughs> and he just sort of, like, had to hide. Um, <laughs> so just, like, soccer's the worst. Soccer has a horrible governing board where everyone's a criminal. Well,
2: and also, oh,
4: and there's also controversies whenever they, like, build a stadium, right? Because they, like, displace people, and it's like... A horrible expenditure well i guess that's true in american sports for, as well for
3: most yeah for most sports well the thing about european soccer that is one of the reasons i don't feel terrible uh, enjoying it is that the they're not professional money-making organizations um they're owned by the city in part uh and so like oh. they can't they can't leave in the same way that the chargers left san diego to come to los angeles so, like, Manchester United would never move to London and become the Manchester United of London. Um, the city is in the, you know, it's in the name. Um, Did you
1: ever see Shaolin Soccer?
3: Oh, I love Shaolin Soccer.
1: Yeah. I think we
4: talked to, yeah, it's like our favorite film on this podcast. Um, oh, it's so wait, so like, re- Yeah, it's, I've, I've seen it like a hundred times. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in all seriousness, I think that number is probably not an exaggeration. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> it's just the scene on the golf course where
3: the guy reacts oh, to the 40 yeah. versus zero scoreline. Right. It's good. Cool.
0: <laughs> well, but um
4: so so when stadiums are built like like the Los Angeles stadiums that were built it's it's a taxpayer money is it like a city initiative and then like private like private organization privately owned teams come in and take advantage of that?
3: It usually is. Uh, it's and it's kind of it, it's become a high-profile issue because of how many teams have gotten fleeced by sports organizations because they do this very emotional thing where you have lots and lots of loyal fans of the city, and when you threaten to leave, those loyal fans uh, get really, really sad, and so they will often pass ballot measures for a taxpayer-funded thing where it's very stupid, um, but it's an emotional ploy. The Los Angeles one is an interesting situation because Stan Kroenke, the guy who built the stadium, is doing it with... Uh, Two billion of his own money, wow. um, and the reason he's doing that is because Los Angeles, having watched all these other cities pony up for stadiums that then go to a billionaire, uh, played hardball negotiating wise. Wow, good. And so he wasn't they he wasn't really able to get a favorable deal from any of the cities. Uh, And he tried to go to, like, Los Angeles proxies, like the city of Carson, for example, Mm -hmm. Um, and nobody was able to sort of offer the type of cash that uh, would be necessary for them to make that type of deal. So we get Los Angeles, this situation is interesting because we get sort of like a free stadium, and it's not just a stadium, it's a whole, like, entertainment complex, and it's going to be sort of where all the Olympic stuff happens when the Olympics come here, and they're building a... Where's it going to be? Gonna it's gonna be in Inglewood. It's gonna be a very interesting. Uh, it's gonna sort of change the dynamic of a couple wow. of those neighborhoods. Um, yeah. So it's it's a sort of it's gonna be like a gentrification meteor, but it's also <laughs> uh, free and nobody's paying for it. So ha-
1: have they you know. started building it?
3: Mm-hmm. They cleared out the old Hollywood Park Casino. Yeah. Um, oh, Starting oh, construction. Yeah.
1: Yeah, where I, 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 that was,
4: like, where, like, Bukowski used to write bad poems about horse racing <laughs> on, like, his off days. I've been there. I'm glad I went there. Charles Bukowski. Um, So, wait, so is that why we have, like, the Los Angeles, like, Angels of Anaheim?
3: Yeah, um, the Angels of Anaheim situation is weird because the branding uh, allowed them to attach the market to their name when they were negotiating their deal for their TV rights, and... Because Los Angeles is the second biggest media market in the country, calling themselves Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim allowed them to turn their uh, TV deal into a much bigger, more lucrative one. Um, and okay. I don't know. Yeah, it, that, that it's, I mean, that's a weird situation. But nobody
4: it's, likes that team. Nobody's ever heard of them.
3: Yeah, there's like five people in Orange County who really like them. And okay. uh, that's it. That's well, the it. people
4: in Anaheim, I'm sure, like them. Uh, but like, not in Los Angeles. In Los Angeles, we're just like, Anaheim is actually
1: really far away.
4: Yeah, it's, like, it's like, another place. Yeah, it's got Disneyland. It's um,
1: hey, do you know why the Golden State Warriors get to be Golden State and not, you know, San think, Francisco Bay Area?
3: I think calling themselves the Oakland Warriors uh, would have been uh, just sort of something they didn't really want to do because they wanted the San Francisco people to come and enjoy mm-hmm. the games. Yeah. Um, got it. But I don't really know like why they did that and why they continue to do it. Are they State,
2: building? Are they moving their arena to San Francisco?
3: Yeah, they're building a big old mm-hmm. gaudy monstrosity.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought I read.
3: Right on the water. It's very sad, because the Warriors, uh, If I, I've been to a few games at Oracle Arena, which is their current stadium, and the whole uh-huh. thing is just it's a concrete box. And so it holds in all the noise very, very well. And the mm-hmm. Warriors, back when they were bad, used to have really, really fun fans. Um, and now that they're very, very good, they get all of these sort of, like, tech startup VC people who bring their kids, and it's not as great of a crowd anymore. Mm. Um, and so when they move to this new stadium, it's just going to be, like, the death of what was a very fun basketball atmosphere.
4: Oh, man. I want to talk about the salary cap a little bit more. Uh, I mean, the idea of the salary <laughs> cap... No, no, I mean, look, we've got someone who's answering questions. Let's, let's keep this going. This yeah. is amazing. Um, so, wait, the idea of the salary cap... Is overall like a pro fairness thing, right? Yeah, like, it's the it's it's to prevent like a team from becoming extremely affluent and snatching up all the good players.
3: Right. The sort of the the benefits of the salary cap are that you get teams like San Antonio, who by virtue of good management are able to compete at the same level as much larger cities with much mm-hmm. more attractive uh, locations to live in.
1: But they're so boring.
3: They are so boring, <laughs> um, but. <laughs> I, I mean, I imagine they don't mind very much. Um, but yeah, yeah so like the, if without the salary cap, you'd either have a couple of mega teams that are owned by really, really wealthy people who treat it as more of a toy than a business. Um, and that's what happens in soccer a lot. Like there's a, there's a team owned by lots of Russian oligarchs and Arab sheiks. Um, and <laughs> they spend insane amounts of money on players every single year. And the, subsequently their teams do very well. Uh, so it's kind of this weird, it's like America, for all of our like love of market, free markets and capitalism, uh, does implement these weird fairness procedures in some of our sports. Uh, and I think that's because the, the league owners want a level playing field. That's, uh, well,
4: that's what I was going to ask. Is that also a benefit to the owners because it prevents them from having to spend more on a on a better player it it like kind of caps how much the players can earn right the
3: idea is that like a team in wisconsin should be able to compete with a team in san francisco even though nobody wants to live in wisconsin as opposed to san francisco if you're like 19 and making 10 million dollars
4: (laughs) okay got it um i got
1: two two things can we pick uh who do we think is going to be in the playoffs like warriors versus blank and also, you never got back to giving us baseball player names, right? Well, wait. Oh, here's I, I,
3: another one. Let's do another one just right now. <laughs> okay. Lightning round. I think- Miguel Cespedes.
1: S- say it one more time.
3: Miguel Cespedes.
4: No, that's fake. That's racist, too.
3: <laughs>
4: is it? <laughs> well, it is if it's fake, yeah. <laughs> if it's real, no, it's not. <laughs> All right. So, so I'm going with fake. Because then I win big. You're, going, you're um, going with fake and also racist. Well, no. Well, this if, is, if it's fake, I win big. Oh, Dave is here. Okay,
0: good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, this is definitely ringing a bell for me. Like, I know that there's some baseball player named Cespedes, but I don't know if his first name is Miguel. I, uh, yep.
2: I, recuse, I recuse myself.
4: Wait, this round. Mike, why would you recuse yourself? Smart. Do you know something that we don't?
2: The whole reason one recuses oneself is that he doesn't <laughs> want to say why he has to step out.
1: Yeah, respect that. <laughs> respect that.
2: <laughs> okay, it's like you don't know anything about podcasting sometimes.
1: <laughs> well, now I'm feeling
4: like it's real because Dave has some like weird ghost memory, and Mike is just backing out, which Mike doesn't back out of things. That's his. I like, feel like
0: Mike is itching for a suspension too.
4: Well, that's also true. Yeah, if Mike doesn't answer, <laughs> If Mike doesn't answer. He will be penalized on this. Getting podcast. pretty feisty
0: too. I'm um, code.
4: Is this a Philadelphia Phillies player? Maybe that would that would explain why Mike. Okay. I'm st- I'm sticking with my answer because I, I just in my heart I know that is racist.
1: <laughs> Me too. Okay. It is fake. Oh, Whoa. nice. Yes. What? I mean, yeah. I mean, yes. <laughs> wait, wait. Why did Mike
4: recuse himself? Then are you just? I
2: talking? was. I was just throwing you guys off the scent.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> what? You were colluding with off Colluding with I guess. So. <laughs> Wait, I, I I have so many questions. Every that every... is almost the name of a player, though. Yes, isn't? it's
3: two. It's two player <laughs> names split up. So Miguel Cabrera and uh, Roel SospeDES. Like,
4: oh wow, so fake but not racist. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, you did it, buddy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, you know, Ramirez. Um, hey guys, I have an update. Oh.
0: Uh, Aaron Hernandez was convicted two years ago of killing Odin Lloyd, that's so he's he's still serving a life sentence without parole.
1: No, I said that, Dave.
0: Yeah, we already knew that.
4: Yeah. That's, that's like happened two years ago, literally. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay, <laughs> you know, okay all just right. Wanted, just wanted to reiterate that for our listeners. Okay, all right.
4: Well, good. No, I appreciate <laughs> I have that.
0: a better update. You want to okay. hear a better update?
4: Uh, it's a pretty good one, but okay. <laughs> uh,
0: the Warriors were originally in Philadelphia. They were the Philadelphia Warriors uh, yeah. for the first 16 years of the, of the franchise. And then they were the San Francisco Warriors for seven years. And then they adopted the name Golden State Warriors because they wanted to represent the entire state of California. And at first played a few games in Oakland and in San Diego, just a few. But then they just started being only in Oakland.
3: Hmm.
4: That's very
1: interesting. interesting. And then they didn't want to be the Oakland Warriors. Yeah. We already talked about that.
0: Yeah. We got into that. We
4: got we got we got into that big time. That
0: was not the take home of that, but but yeah, we can. Continue. Okay, got-
4: <laughs> <laughs> um I want to know real quick. Is it your opinion, Albro, that the Los Angeles Lakers rebelled against what they were being against being told to lose and won the games and messed things up for their for their next year draft pick, yeah. or do you think they just failed to lose? They lost at losing.
3: I think it's a bit of a it's a tough situation because at that point in the season, all the playoff spots were locked which meant that if they were playing a good team, the good team was resting their players, and they didn't really need to win. And if they were playing a bad team, the bad team also wanted to lose for draft purposes. Oh. And so it's kind of a, ga- it's a game of chicken, and I think the Lakers lost the game of chicken five games in a row. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, like, which team is willing to perform badly enough that it calls attention to itself? Exactly.
3: Right. And... Uh, <laughs> the Lakers looked away every single time <laughs> they, they flinched. So
2: they and, lost it. Uh, they lost
4: at losing. Yeah. They lost it. Um, they lost
2: My at- Philadelphia Sixers, America's team where they got so good at losing that the league actually made them fire Sam Hinkey and get a new GM. <laughs> uh, right. Cause it was just like a national embarrassment. And they were like, yeah, you can't do that what's, anymore.
3: What's hilarious is that if the Lakers do lose their draft pick, the Sixers will probably get a combination of like Lonzo ball and Monk, which, when coupled yeah. with Ben Simmons and uh, Joel Embiid, they will be the third best team in the East. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And go. congrats yeah. to Sam Hinkie for making the third best team in the East. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, wait. Albro, Albro <laughs> yes. question.
0: So the Sixers can get two top five picks?
3: Yeah. So, what the, the weird situation that's happening with the Lakers right now is that the Lakers traded a top three protected pick to the Sixers. Right.
0: right.
3: And so. The Lakers have right now a 47% chance of winding up in the top three, so it's less than a coin flip right now. Um, If they land outside of it, their pick goes to the Sixers, and so the Sixers, with a bad record, are already going to be picking in the top three, presumably. Wait, the Sixers
0: own their own pick? The Sixers
3: have their own pick, and then they also will get the Lakers, which, because the Lakers were (laughs) bad but not the worst, will still be a very good pick. Holy Uh, shit! But not just top three, which means that and this year's draft is loaded. This is one of the best drafts I've ever seen, and it's loaded with
2: what we need. Like it's loaded with guards, and that's we really need guards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man, The the Sixers, holy shit. Type
3: of player that the Sixers need, and then Lonzo is also a pass-first point guard. So yeah, I mean
2: the Sixers. Yeah, we could wind up with one and four. Right. Oh my god, that would be be the best case scenario. Any any combination
3: of like one through two of the picks for one through five, essentially. Right. Like they could right. get one through three so, and then so four and
0: five. So who else is in that top five besides uh, Lonzo and Malik Monk?
3: This year's draft is uh very guard heavy. So you have Markel Fultz from Washington who's you, more of a like scoring guy and less but, of a pointer.
0: So do you think there's an issue there though, that his team was you know, such a such a bad team? Like is that not his fault at all?
3: Well I think people really, really like his skill set. Um and I haven't really been able to, because I'm a UCLA person, so I was watching Lonzo all season, and I think Lonzo's definitely a better player. And then I also, because I'm a UCLA person, got to watch De'Aaron Fox play, and De'Aaron Fox is a really, really good player. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't pick Markel first, but a lot of people think that he should. Uh, now, do you chose. think
0: like, Lonzo Ball's shot is a problem? I mean, the like, the, the spot, doesn't it seem like he, he launches from really low and he's like a slow release?
3: Oh, yeah, it's super weird. And honestly, I'm pretty apprehensive about his... Uh, his league career because this few times he did play sort of NBA caliber guards. He got a little bit shy about going to the basket and started chucking Mm. 30 foot threes, but Uh he made a lot of those 30 foot threes. Um, he made a a stupid amount of those 30 foot threes. And so like right now, until he starts missing shots, I have to assume that he's going to continue to make them. Um, because he's been shooting at a ridiculous clip sort of his whole, uh, basketball career. But, I do know that, like, you're, what you said is exactly correct, and that actually sort of shows up with his free throw shooting, because um, he's a point guard and he's an exceptional point guard, but he shoots somewhere around seventy five percent, and the reason for that oh. is because free throws are muscle memory, but he doesn't have good muscle memory, and so if he gets in his head, he shoots a completely different shot every single time. Huh. Um, yeah. So it's a very—he's an interesting player. He's got tremendous upside because he's six six and he's a really good passer and. He plays at a very good – like, he could be Magic Johnson. He could also be, like, Sean Livingston. Um,
0: right, right, right. Yeah. So
3: I I think the most surefire player in the draft for me this year is Malik Monk, who's just going to end up being J.R. Smith if J.R. Smith was always good. Huh. Uh, and so, like, whatever team gets him, it's going to be one of those years where, like, remember how the the – blazers picked greg odin because they felt they sort of kind of had to pick greg odin as opposed yeah. to kevin Durant. and it was very oh. stupid and afterwards everyone's like that was stupid why did you do that
0: it uh, seemed to me immediately stupid that was just that seemed yeah, yeah
3: everyone was like this is very stupid and yet they felt they had to do it i feel like th- this year like people are going to take players ahead of malik monk and then later they're gonna be like why did we why did we do that, that was- wait did they
0: do that because they already had lillard and they didn't want another guard
3: no at th- I'm the Blazers. The sort of the conventional wisdom that all the NBA scouts were using was that you can't teach height. Um, Oh, yeah. And Greg Oden was kind of at that point in the league's history, we still sort of had Shaq in our rearview mirror. And so everyone was everyone wanted dominant scoring big men. And they hadn't really figured out that the league had transitioned to more of a small ball three point league. And in addition to that, Greg had horrible, horrible injury history that should have been multiple red flags.
0: Yeah, Uh, but it's kind of sad though too that they didn't see they didn't have the foresight to see that Durant actually is like I mean he's a monster. He's huge and and yeah. And and he was a really good defensive player in college too. He had like Mm -hmm. I I think he led his team in in, like rebounding and blocks in college like by a lot. He was
3: amazing at Texas. He was really, really, really good. Um, So I think this year there's going to be a couple of. Like, there's a few surefire picks, and there's a lot of, like, coin flip ones. Um, But in in the case of the Sixers, like, getting a pass first point guard when you've got people like uh, Embiid who will, like, carry most of the scoring load is probably the right decision. Okay, Uh, but what
0: do you think about, I mean, about the chances that this this lottery uh, situation is actually not legitimate at all? (laughs)
3: <laughs> um, I will. I was talking about that with a friend earlier today. Is that like if the league rigs the draft, as a lot of people suspect they do, then the Lakers will keep their pick because they really need the Lakers to be good. Um,
0: to me, there's like a like. I mean, in the same way that it just was way how too much. They, quid, how would
1: they that, make the Lakers keep their? Sorry, sorry. Would, how would they make the Lakers keep their pick?
3: Well, so there's a lot of skullduggery around how it happens, uh, and. They, you pull ping-pong balls out of a thing. Um, and there's lots of uh, theories about old ping-pong balls, but like, what happens after the ping-pong ball thing is they just carry a stack of envelopes up to the stage. And so at any point in that process, they could be yeah. like, here's the stack of envelopes that we want to happen. Right. Uh, so, it's... I mean, I you like to believe in fairness, but also... Uh, the draft has worked out in very serendipitous ways at many mm. points in the league's history.
0: I mean, so. the LeBron draft is so improbable to me that Le like LeBron draft,
3: the Le LeBron draft in particular is the one where it's like, oh, well, they rigged that. Well, that's sad, of course. And yeah. I feel like
0: the, we're seeing the same thing, like Lonzo Ball. I mean, LA, LA hometown boy. Like his father's yeah, like, really, already saying,
3: they really need him to be on the Lakers. Uh, they and they also just really need the Lakers to not miss out on a pick this year because if another year of Los Angeles being this bad is going to be really tough for all of their money.
4: Um, yeah. So you're saying that when the Lakers are a good team, they're they're tremendously lucrative for the NBA?
3: Yeah, they, the Lakers are the biggest global brand in uh, basketball, and the league really, really wants to expand. Uh, they've been like focusing really hard on China, for example, and people in China love the Lakers. And okay. so when that brand is strong, they can sort of leverage it to expand viewership of the whole league. And in addition to that, Los Angeles being the media market that it is, the ad buys are just immediately yeah. higher and the ratings are immediately higher. As much as people complain about, oh, the Lakers are always good, they tune in to watch them be always good. Um, mm-hmm. And so... Those, like, those uh, Lakers-Celtics finals uh, a few years ago, like in 2009 and 2010, were just tremendously lucrative. And occasionally the storyline can work out for smaller teams, right? Like when the Cavs played the Warriors, like you have this team from Oakland and you have this team from Cleveland, but everyone really wanted to watch LeBron. But the Lakers being just sort of casually good means that you can sell a lot of tickets and make a lot of money on, like, a random Thursday night game where it's Lakers versus Bucks or something like that.
0: I have a question for you, uh, Albro, um, yeah. more of a like conceptual question. Like, do you think that there's anything substantive that actually makes the Lakers like have that sort of glow, that mythology to them? Like, obviously they have this whole history and like su- such, a, you know, so many uh, championships and amazing players. But in like 2017 or 2018, if they have kind of a humdrum cast of players, plus, I don't know, Alonzo Ball, Like, what do you think it is that makes them have I think,
3: well, it's kind of like the the strength of institutions. Um, The Lakers are kind of like a too-big-to-fail situation where because NBA players, and like that's one of the things that people generally tend to forget when they're factoring in sort of like the forces that make the league work the way it does. Uh, If you're 23 and you're making $15 million a year, do you want to live in San Antonio or do you want to live in Los Angeles? Right. Um, And so they'll always be able to get free agents they have a built-in advantage with that but in addition to that i think there's just sort of like this leftover aura because all these kids grew up watching good laker teams at any Mm -hmm. point in their life Mm -hmm. i personally like i'm a i grew up a laker fan i love the lakers their home atmosphere is terrible because real real fans have been mostly priced out for the actual games and in addition to that uh there's so much, like, weird, terrible sports talk radio that analyzes every single thing that the Lakers do, and it's like, they're certainly not befitting this much attention, right? But they do have an earned history, if that makes sense. Like, there are some teams where it's like, I don't understand all of the glamour and appeal to it, but, like, the Lakers genuinely have two of the best five players of all time, and, like, if you expand that out, like... They have like seven of the top 15, you know? Um, so they have just sort of like an amazing legacy that uh, it makes sense when people want to be parts of that. But like also, the Yellow
1: and purple are. is also a really strong color combination. Purple and yeah, gold. Purple, else and gold. Does that. purple and gold. Nobody purple else and gold.
3: does purple and gold, you know?
1: That's strong. It's, like, it's
3: very
4: unique. So yeah. so you think yeah. that's, that's it, mostly
1: Macau? Yeah, I'm just kind of cutting to the chase. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's,
4: no, it's actually an
0: interesting point because most teams have changed their, their uniforms dramatically and even their colors. Like you see the Bulls coming out in green now, uh, and the Lakers have always kept that purple and yeah. gold, the purple and gold. Huh.
4: So, have you been to a Lakers game, Albro?
3: yeah, I have. I've Weird. been to I've been to them when I was a kid. I've been to a, I, I haven't gone in the last couple of years because you pay a hundred dollars to watch terrible basketball. <laughs>
4: Yeah, I've got a couple of friends who have a uh, Clippers season tickets, so I've been to a couple of Clippers games, and uh, you know they're 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 a good team. Uh, yeah,
3: Clippers. I went to recently. I went to the Knicks Clippers games, and it was one of the sadder experiences I've ever seen in sports because <laughs> not only was so the stadium was like kind of full. And there's lots of New York uh, expats, if you will, who wanted mm-hmm. to see the Knicks play. Yeah. But the loudest cheer of the game, by far, was for Sasha Vujicic, a former Laker, when he hit a three-pointer. And the whole stadium went oh, nuts. Man. So the idea that you had a full stadium of people wearing Knicks and Clippers gear who cared about the Lakers more than they did about either of them, But, they couldn't, to to <laughs> but
1: they couldn't
4: afford to go to a Lakers
3: game. But uh, they couldn't
4: afford to go to a Lakers game.
0: I remember Sasha. I, yeah, I, remember bro, I, have a, uh, I have another... I have another sort of like uh, you know like serious question for you that's going to sort of make uh, make Simon feel alienated, but uh, (laughs) um, Clippers like so Clippers are playing the Jazz in the first round. Mm -hmm. First of all, do you think? There's a, there's a pretty good chance the Clippers might get knocked out, and, and do you think if they do get knocked out in this round or even the next one, do you think they're going to get broken up, like Blake Griffin or Chris yeah, Paul that or team, someone might that get traded somewhere? Yeah,
3: going to get blown up regardless because the contracts for J.J. Riddick, Chris Paul, and uh, Blake Griffin are all coming up in the next year, and with the new current league salary cap, you're going to have to pay each one of those guys around $200 million dollars. Um, and just sort of like for any executive in any sports league the idea of locking 600 million dollars into three players is an extremely scary proposition um,
0: JJ Reddick you think he's gonna get a max?
3: oh I think he's well after that team like who else is scoring you know um, yeah. like DeAndre's a slam dunk guy and Chris hits threes every once in a while but JJ Reddick's like the real engine besides Jordan Crawford um, but so yeah I think the one of the theories that my friends floated by me today was that Blake is going to get traded, sort of like signed and traded to Oklahoma City because Blake's an Oklahoma person. Um, oh, wow. That's
0: really interesting. Yeah. A sooner.
3: yeah. And so then uh, the clips would have to pick up someone like Carmelo Anthony, for example. And if you're going to spend $200 million, like Carmelo Anthony feels like a more appropriate expenditure for that, that money. But also, like, the clips have this weird chemistry together where like they kind of hate each other a little bit they're all really yeah. good at basketball but they don't they don't like each other so <laughs> ownership i to answer your first question i think there's a very good chance to get bounced because the jazz have been quietly very good this year and i think have, they match up pretty well with the clips can
0: so i have the clippers
4: well they're playing right now right
3: i think the bucks and the raptors are playing right okay. now. oh my god <laughs> fucking
0: Giannis! i want to talk about Giannis so bad but i want mikhail to get a chance to ask a question also
1: Just real quick, a while ago you mentioned uh, J.R. Smith. Yeah. Do you remember why? (laughs)
3: <laughs> i was talking about him in the context that like he's a streak shooter like malik monk this player in the current draft um but jr is a streak shooter with oh a streak, he's a streak, sort of, a streak shooter oh yeah okay. with streaks sort of like underlined and in, in all capital letters because he's got gotcha. dave, for... dave feel free to overrule mikhail's
4: questions
1: no i was really <laughs> i think i think a lot of our listeners were wondering that they're like a while ago no, he mentioned... it was
4: really clear from the context of what he actually said but yeah
1: it wasn't <laughs> clear. He was a, a JR. Okay, well I a don't streak, a well, streak.
4: Well, I don't <laughs> know who JR. Smith is, so I'm like, I'm like just struggling to keep up. Period. Here, JR. Smith was
1: <laughs> fined for uh, unsportsmanlike conduct for attempting to untie the shoelaces of his opponents. What really? Yeah, oh, I remember that. Yeah, so oh. I didn't know if that's what he, if that's what Albro was talking about. Oh, okay, that's actually a
4: totally valid question. So Malik does not try to untie the shoelaces okay. of his opponents. J.R. Okay. Smith was yeah.
0: told by Obama to put a shirt. Obama told J.R. Smith to put a shirt on. Oh, wow! <laughs> Why? Because he was like, like after the Cavaliers won last year, he was just like seen like all around the country like partying with no shirt on.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, he took, uh, his, uh, he took his shirt off during Game Seven of the World Series too, if I recall.
4: Uh, geez so this is like i'm having to recalibrate i want dave to ask his question about the person who i don't know who that is um but i'm also having to recalibrate because albro was a little quiet during the first half of this episode and i assumed it was because he was intimidated by our sports knowledge and just like couldn't keep up with the discourse right. But now i'm actually realizing that he was oh, stunned he's... into speechless horror by how little we <laughs> understand about actual sports and and so i'm i'm recal- i was going my plan was to ask albro about like modern sports but i'm actually realizing he knows so much about sports that i want to ask him about future sports <laughs> oh i love oh, future man. sports. yeah yeah but like i'm and i'm serious i'm like what are you i want dave to ask his weird question but what are you looking forward to in sports like this year like what are, like like not just your predictions for who's going to be the final two nba teams but like what are you excited about in sports this year great question
1: uh, What
3: am i excited about in sports this year i think uh I hate the NFL just because it's a horrible, awful league where everyone gets brain injuries and doesn't make a lot of money for their sacrifice. But
4: yeah, we yeah. talk we talk about that a lot.
3: <laughs> uh, the NFL's the NFL's pretty terrible. So like, I'm not looking forward to anything happening there. Um, I'm not really looking forward to anything in baseball, but it's been sort of the best season that about, these first two rounds of the playoffs are going to be really, good and really fun before the
4: Warriors eventually win. Um, and is this Mike
1: getting all crazy on you guys? Yeah, we're starting yes. to lose. We're starting
4: oh. to lose Albro a little bit. Um, oh no!
1: It's because he's actually going
4: actual into the future. future. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right, Albro, come back to the present. That was that was too <laughs> that was too much. Dave, ask Albro your question. It'll bring him well, back just, to the present.
0: I think what he's saying is just like is just like so you know so factual and compelling that yeah it's like eating up too much of the make room for sports bandwidth. <laughs> we, um,
4: <laughs> like, we can't handle it.
0: Yeah. Um, I forgot my question.
4: Oh, uh, it was about like uh, the team, the, the the play, the game that's currently happening right now, the Raptors and yes, um, something like that. I can't. remember. Oh,
0: I guess I was just I just wanted to engage about how excited I am about about Giannis Antetokounmpo and and uh, I I don't really have a question. How about this? Like, how many years before Giannis uh, is the MVP of the league?
5: Oh,
3: I think he'll in in two years he'll be the best player in the league.
0: That's what I think too. I I yeah. I've texted people to that effect that I think two years. I was trying to bet bet my friend, like, make a pool of who will be MVP of the league in two years. Yeah, and he's Gian-
3: unbelievable. Um, yeah. Um, that's one of those, he's one of those players, like, when LeBron came into the league, we were like, well, he has the physical gifts to be the best player of all time. Um, Giannis also has the physical gifts to be the best player of all time. Whether or not he sort of capitalizes on that and learns how to shoot threes at a clip that will make that discussion possible is left. It remains to be seen, but... Uh, he's incredible. I, I think he's so, so cool and good. My play of the week, if I was being serious, would have been the the, the dunk that he threw down in the first like four minutes of the game that's happening right now because it was yeah, so my, cool.
0: My um, friend texted me about that. North South, who will be a future guest hopefully on the podcast, texted me about that dunk, but I didn't see it yet.
4: Oh, it's um, a uh, And I can vouch for Dave. I mean, Dave and, will text us every like 30 minutes like about who he thinks is going to be
1: MVP in two years. What do you <laughs> think about Porzingis?
4: I think Kristaps
3: is a really unique player. Uh, if he dedicates his like dedicates the same amount of time to a shot that like Dirk Nowitzki did I think he can be one of those guys that's in the league for like 20 years and wins an MVP and anchors a team that can maybe win a title if it gets enough surrounding guys uh he's also apparently very grumpy with New York right now which I really understand yeah he skipped sort of his end of season meetings um because of all the drama that's happening so (laughs) that's cool I mean like He's, he's so endearing because he's this weird Lithuanian guy who nevertheless is able to sort of grasp how cool he is in New York. <laughs> so he has the, the tremendous amounts of confidence, but also he talks funny. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> just a wonderful mix.
0: Yeah. Who do you think, so two years from now, who do you think will be a better team, the Bucks or the 76ers?
3: Um, if the 76ers get two picks this draft, I think it's the Sixers. If, if they get, Let's assume
0: they get one. I don't think, I think LA is going to get the number one pick. I'm like pretty sure.
3: Yeah, and, you, and oh. you're saying that from a conspiracy standpoint, correct? I think They've... from a conspiracy standpoint, they'll give us either the two or the three. Okay. Um, I think yeah. I'm
0: like 90% sure that LA is getting Lonzo Ball.
3: Yeah. It, it, it to feels to... that way, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 Whatever, whatever team gets number one is probably going to take Markel Fultz too, so the Lakers still get Lonzo if they wind up at two or three.
0: So. But... Um, is there a chance that Markel Fultz is just like you know J.R. Smith or, or or you know
3: he I mean like he could be he could be awesome I don't think he'll be bad um, but you what mean happens, like he tough- unties shoelaces
0: or just I don't know like he's like a like a poor man's Demar Derozan or something like oh, not sure. really a, a you know franchise changer
3: yeah that's one of those things that happens with guards is that uh, so very often you've seen the best that they're going to be and then they turn into dudes who are just like. Uh, the replacement level type player I mentioned earlier, where it's like you can re- you, you can switch this person with anyone else in the league; they're interchangeable. Like they're or maybe
0: support. they even like yeah, maybe they even turn into like Jeff Green or something, just like a yeah. guy that yeah. Well, well,
3: I like Jeff Green because he actually sort of serves a role within the Spurs' offensive system. I think that the sort of worst case scenario for Raquel Fultz is he becomes a guy like um, uh, I'm trying to remember a guard in recent- Dion Waiters. Yeah, he becomes a guy who's like 12 points a game and that's it, you know? Um, right. He's going to shoot like four for 12 and that's who you have. And that, that's going to be a huge bummer for whatever team picks him first because there's undoubtedly two franchise-changing guys in this draft. We just don't know which ones yet.
0: But mm, oh, this
1: just in, uh, J.R. Smith had T-shirts made of his own torso after that Obama comment. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's clever.
0: Yeah,
4: yeah, well, that's a good way to get around the rules. Uh, I have no idea what the fuck's happening anymore. <laughs> uh, on this podcast, um, uh, but I do think it's. It, I mean, we're getting to some amazing real sports talk. I mean, it's so real I can't even wrap my head around it's it. Like, but yeah, it's I like like
0: Albro, one more question. Okay, and then well, day we'll get this. Well, good. and then
4: I want to finish. I want to finish with uh, all our predictions for the NBA championship. Like, like yes. one, you know, final two Just, teams.
0: This is NBA, and Al- Albro knows so much. This is fun to ask these kind of questions. So, Albro, tell me uh, next year who the five best players will be on the Boston Celtics.
3: <laughs> oh man, that's. Really interesting, because they should be getting the second pick if yeah. the, if it falls uh, as it should. And and, honestly, they want,
0: and I think they want to get a free agent, like a big free agent.
3: Yeah, but this year's free agent class is kind of funky. Um, well, isn't it, is,
0: Aren't Paul George and Jimmy Butler available?
3: Yeah, but neither of those guys. Paul George really wants to be the guy on a team. Um, and the Celtics are weird, because they sort of have like five the guys, uh, and none of them are really, really good, but they're all serviceable.
0: Right, maybe um, Jimmy Butler would just confuse that mix even more. Yeah,
3: exactly. Like tossing. Well, Jimmy Butler, I think, is not as good a player as Paul George because he doesn't bring the same defense, uh, and he's more of a volume shooter. But like the, I think Paul George wants to come to Los Angeles. Both he and Russell Westbrook want to come to Los Angeles. But
0: oh my it depends,
3: God, it remains to be seen which one of them will be the one that does it. Um, I think if if Boston signs Jimmy Butler, they'll have to lose either Marcus Smart or. Uh, Try to undercut someone like Kelly Olynyk on their contract, and that's probably not going to work out great. Um, you don't
0: you, you don't think like getting Jimmy Butler and losing Ke- Kelly Olynyk is is a as uh, a plus? Is I a mean, plus?
3: it probably improves the team, but also one of the weird things about the NBA is that like Isaiah Thomas is this five foot zero guy who's scoring twenty points a game in the fourth quarter.
1: Um, <laughs> Kelly Olynyk <laughs>
3: that's that's really hard to sort of quantify and factor in as like a a, a sure thing, and so. Whatever they have right now is working in this way, but if you switch it up, I don't know if that stays the same. Last question, um, last
0: question. So let's let's imagine that they get someone like Lonzo Ball or or, or you know a really good guard, especially a point guard. Mm-hmm. Um, who can the Celtics get for Isaiah Thomas in a trade?
3: I don't know who's going to be. A- well, so the, the thing about Thomas is that he's really, really good on the Celtics, but there's no team in the league right now that would trade their superstar for him, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I think that's no, true. Nobody, nobody who has, say, Gordon Hayward, for example, is thinking, like, we have this guy, what we'd really
4: like to trade him for is a scoring oh, point guard oh, yeah, who's, know, like, 29. Yeah, oh. um, this is when Macau's baby shows up. This, is yeah, this, all... is a,
0: this We're just switching segments.
4: This is my play okay. of the week, right here, it's seamless. baby. It's seamless. Um, I want to. I'm going to yeah. propose a new segment, uh, which is called uh, Stump Albro, um, <laughs> and and like where every week we, you know, like or every I don't know, every month because Albro's got his own life to live. Um, but we got to we got to come up with like an NBA question that'll stump. Because this is amazing. I thought ah. like I thought Dave was going to stump him with like who's the five best who are going to be the five best players in the Boston Celtics, and Albro's just like. Uh, I've given that a lot of thought, <laughs> like, like, you know, um, so listen, let's wrap it
0: up. Uh Mikhail's
4: baby is talking, and that I feel like that's kind of usually our, our, our timer. Uh, in fact, it's always our timer, even though sometimes it happens like three minutes into an episode.
0: Yeah, I actually really wish that it started a lot earlier, but okay,
4: um, no, 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 this is this is this is really we're getting great stuff, uh clearly. Uh, it makes my
0: a, pulse my pulse go up when that happens. I feel like all oh, the energy level you know goes up. <laughs>
4: It's exciting. <laughs> All right. Well, now look—we're still figuring out. We're only 717 episodes in. We're still kind of figuring out what this podcast is. Um, it took it took Chapo twice that amount. Oh yeah. Um, and so we're still figuring it out on this end, but we've got a lot of dedicated listeners, and um, you know, and and so we're working on it. Uh, what does everyone think the the championship's going to be? The NBA championship? Warriors versus who? Hmm. Is it going to be Cavaliers again? Is everyone like because it kind of is feeling that way to, to this know, guy? I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna dare to dream. I'm going to dare to dream and say it's going to be the oklahoma city thunder versus the cavaliers
4: well now that would actually be fun because gosh well their games against the warriors uh last last season were by far like kind of the most entertaining
0: yeah except like the best player on the thunder went to the warriors but yeah oh
2: yeah that's
4: a good point
0: well for sure the best first round
2: matchup is is okc in houston
4: oh that's such an amazing series absolutely
2: That might be the best yeah. series of the whole playoffs
3: well, like I, I say this to someone who knows you guys don't watch a ton of sports like if there's one year to sort of casually tune into the NBA playoffs, this is the best year in like the last decade oh. it's a really, really good year for basketball
0: yeah.
4: So, so is that you? Is that you refusing to make a prediction, Albro? I is, think it's,
3: is, I think it's going to be Warriors. Uh, on the other side of it, the Cavs haven't really impressed me. Now, no. Right? <laughs> no, agreed, agreed, baby. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I like I I would say the Wizards just because I'm wishful thinking. I really want someone else to get a chance to play the Warriors. The Wizards, so I think, yeah, yeah. I like, like the Celtics. Wizards.
2: I've like them. I like them. the, I like the seem a lot. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. This yeah. this wizards team is tremendously fun, and they're also sort of still finding themselves, which means there's a potential higher gear um, that they still haven't quite hit. But okay,
0: yeah, cool. That'd be great. Yeah. I'm yeah. thinking about like I'm excited about the first time. That, I'm excited about the first time that Baby Dash says my name. I want to hear Baby Dash like when you know when he's like four. How old do you think he'll be?
4: Um, uh, when he when, when he is able to actually start contributing to these episodes instead of providing a kind of an auditory distraction,
0: oh, I feel like he's totally contributing. But yeah, <laughs> I thought,
5: when he, I thought he, he's contributing really, he had
4: a really good point about the Cavs. No, he I contributes. Agree. He contributes as much as I do, at least. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, I don't know. You know, listen, I like I like actually uh, what Albro was really getting at, which is you know, no matter who wins this NBA championship, the real winner is us sports fans. The viewers <laughs> who get to enjoy it. Yeah, awesome. if have talks, it's great. yeah. so <laughs> true. on that note, Elbro, thank you so much for making time for us. Um, <laughs> Thanks, things- you guys, for having me. I'm sorry I uh, ruined the dynamic with actual sports. Talk. This was
1: like no, this was like a learning episode. I, I even said that before we started. This was going to be a learning episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dada. The, the, like, the outline had so much stuff on it because we were going to like.
0: Is he not really saying? Da- Is he not saying dada or something like that? He's not.
4: He's saying that, yeah. He's saying Dave Dominique. Yeah, um, <laughs> my yeah. initials
0: are D A D. I think he's saying yeah. da da da, da yeah. like my initials yeah. over and over again.
4: Yeah, I think that's probably right. Yeah, he's a big fan of your sports opinions uh, yeah. versus uh, McAllis and the other other people on the show. All right, th- uh, thanks so much, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. And, uh, and Albro was again. Was there
1: anything we forgot to do? Or was there one more thing? Well, we for forgot you?
4: to end the episode in a timely fashion. Right? Yeah, yeah. you're really
1: you're really good at interrupting the ending, Britt. I know because oh, I know it's hard for me to say goodbye. Well, why don't you practice right now, Mikael? Why don't you end that episode? I was going to say, can we end with one more baseball player from Albro? Baseball player name. Yeah. Uh,
3: So we have... uh, (laughs) Albro
1: had already left the podcast. (laughs)
3: Joaquin Joaquin Benoit. (laughs) Oh!
2: Joaquin Benoit. Joaquin Benoit. I'm going to go with Dash. That's real. Real. Fake. I I think it's either real or it's Ah. one of these half real, half fake ones. No. Or oh. it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> Which is it?
3: Someone might be recusing themselves. It's real. Joaquin Benoit is a pitcher.
4: Yay. Oh, All right. yes. By the way, I want to point out I, I think I'm three for three on, on the baseball player thing. You also yeah, won, really well. won real
3: big on the racist
4: yeah. one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well that was yeah, yeah that's like bonus points. <laughs> for for kind of calling you to examine calling upon you to examine your privilege is like a bonus point <laughs> thing that we do on this show. Um <laughs> All right, guys. We really need to end it. This was a really long episode because um, it took uh, again. It took Albro to get a little bit over his stunned horror and actually start talking to us about sports. But once he did, it was wonderful. <laughs> We're so appreciative. Uh, yeah, thank you so thank much, you, Al, for, uh, Thank you. Yeah, uh, thanks, thank you Albro. For me. All
0: right. thanks, Albro. Thanks, Albro. Really entertaining. It doesn't matter. Sport.
1: Cause physical exertion.
0: That's not your business.
2: Everyone's feeling good. I knew I was missing a great sporting event.
0: Lamo, Lamo. Lam-o, Lam-o.